e-bikes. What on earth is an e-bike? First, we had e-mail, and then we got e-cigarettes, and now we have e-bikes. Yikes. I don't know what that is. Really, I actually had very little idea of it. doesn't interest me whatsoever, but reading about it in the Pennsylvania Outdoor News, this is the February 28, 2020 issue of Pennsylvania Outdoor News. Today is March 1st, 2020, for what it's worth. But reading about them in that issue made me think, well, I should look more into this because now those of you following the Death by Bungie YouTube channel will know that I'm going around on the state game lands these days. I'm doing a lot of scouting on state game lands, lands that I am not familiar with. I'm, I've got very little experience hunting on state game lands. I've got three or four different turkey seasons, spring gobbler seasons under my belt, walking around on state game lands, but it was only on one parcel, one section of state game lands. And I really, really did enjoy that. The walks with my daughter, our opportunities to go out there and walk around and hunt, or excuse me, just scout really, on the state game lands, more recently on different state game lands has really given me a renewed appreciation for state game lands and what they can offer. I'm very optimistic and excited about the upcoming crossbow season here in Pennsylvania. I intend to spend that on state game lands. In doing that, you do spend a lot of time walking around. In fact, one of the subjects of our vlog here, I'm basically condensing each of those trips into a vlog to share with you and to solicit ideas from you about what you think is a tip. What, what, what should I do differently? What should I do? What should I look for? What should I not look for? That sort of thing. In those vlogs, one of the subjects was getting new boots. Got a lot of great suggestions. Ended up buying a nice pair of boots from Tractor Supply. But the subject of e-bikes comes up now, and I'm kind of interested in that because if you're going to hunt a mile back on a state game land, it takes a lot out of you to carry a lot of gear. Right now I'm carrying a backpack, right now I'm carrying camera gear, but it's really just me and a bottle of water walking around on the state game lands right now. And you walk at your own leisurely pace. It's not the same as trying to get to your hunting stand location in a scent-free capacity. When you're hunting, you're carrying a tree stand, you're carrying a backpack, you're carrying your crossbow, you're carrying all that stuff with you. That takes a lot of weight and it's gonna work. And plus it's also right now it's February, so it's 20 degrees when I'm out there. It's March, whatever, very cold. When I try to do this in October or November, that's a different ball game. That is a whole different situation. Why is it different? Well, it's different because you're trying to stay scent free and you're going to work up a really good sweat walking up some of these mountainsides, getting deep into the woods, setting up your tree stand. Me putting a climber up, climbing up at a tree stand is going to make me sweat enough. I don't need the added problems, overheating of walking all the way back in there necessarily. I've been working this in my head and planning on this in my head, but are e-bikes a solution to that? Let's talk first about what this article says and what e-bikes are and why it's relevant today. Presently, you can't without, unless you have a disability, you really can't use the e-bikes to get onto these state game lands. There are roads that the game commission uses to get equipment back into state game lands. Those are typically blocked off all year long and you don't have access to those other than you can walk on them all you want. E-bikes are basically battery powered bikes. They're motorcycles with batteries. And there's two different, there are three different classes actually. A class three e-bike, 
We'll start with that one. That's the one where you can drive it around on the road. You put that bad boy on the road, and you can you actually got to have a driver's license. You got to have it registered. You got to have it inspected the whole bit, pretty much. It is like a car. It's like a motorcycle, but it's electronic in the sense that it is battery powered. But they can go and they can keep up with traffic. I mean, they can go fifty miles an hour, some of them, that kind of thing, or whatever. But that's what that is. But there are two other classes. Those would not be allowed on state game lands. However, they are considering expanding use for class one and class two e-bikes. Now, the class one and class two e-bikes have batteries that are like 750 watts. They've got basically one horsepower is what they generate, but they are capable of reaching about 20 miles an hour, according to this article. So they're, they're not the same as the class three. These are not motorcycles, they're not dirt bikes, nothing like that. A class one e-bike basically gives assistance only when you're pedaling. So when you're pedaling, the battery is adding to the energy that you are setting forth. So in other words, it's assisted pedaling. It's not just riding a mountain bike up the mountainside. It's helping you out a little bit. So it would be a little bit more useful if you're carrying a lot of gear, that sort of thing. A class two e-bike, which is the one, this is the more controversial one, I would assume, but that basically allows you to pedal and get assistance. If you're pedaling, it's adding to it, but it also has a throttle. So basically you can, you can just use the battery and you don't have to pedal. And that's the difference. That is the difference between the two forms of e-bike. And the reason that the class two e-bike is a little bit controversial is because now we're basically allowing mopeds or motorcycles onto the state game lands. And that's got some people concerned. Now, people who have disabilities in Pennsylvania can already use e-bikes on uh, state game lands. They can already go out there and do that. They can go wherever traditional bicycles are allowed. So certain game lands may prohibit that kind of traffic, might prohibit those wheels. But if you have the disability permit, you can use an e-bike now. And certain areas allow mountain bikes. So you can go out there and pedal to your heart's content in certain areas. The reason that the Game Commission is expanding, considering the expansion of e-bikes, is to allow greater access to the state game lands. The idea is, is that as our hunters age, as people get older, they're no longer able to walk out there and do all the fun things that they used to do. Having an e-bike might expand access, might expand and extend the amount of time that certain people can access the state game lands and go do these fun things. My initial reaction on this, it's kind of interesting. And this is the reason that I'm bringing it up, the whole reason I'm talking about this subject. When I first read this, I'm like, come on, you know, here I am. I'm an old fat guy, right? <laughs> I'm almost 50 years old. I'm out of shape. But I work to stay in shape. I do regular exercises during the week. I have some light weight lifting that I do, that sort of thing. I don't eat real well, but I do try to eat. I limit my sugar intake and my flour intake just to keep my weight from, just to keep from weighing 500 pounds really is the reason I do that. And so I have to make these sort of adjustments in my lifestyle in order to continue to do what I want to do. I'm not trying to run marathons. I'm not a wilderness athlete, and I'm using air quotes around that, like many of the other YouTube channels. I had, there were, there, that was a trend for a while. I don't know if you remember that, but there were YouTube channels that were talking about being wilderness athletes, and that's what they considered themselves. I'm just a guy that likes to kill animals with a crossbow. I'm a hunter. That's it. I'm a crossbow hunter. That's what I am, and I'm totally satisfied being nothing more than that or being simply that. That's perfect 
for me. It suits me perfectly. So I'm not interested in being a wilderness athlete. Um, in fact, I will go so far as to say that the folks who hunt in the Rocky Mountains and, and spend days on end hiking up and down the mountains and going back deep into the woods, um, I will go so far as to say that they are confusing hunting with hiking. <laughs> okay, that's kind of my take on it. I joke about, I'm here to exercise my tree stand muscles. You've heard me say that before, right? My tree stand muscles are the ones I like to exercise. How long can I sit without moving? That's the kind of exercise that I need to get ready for my upcoming hunting seasons. Now, there's some tongue-in-cheek there. There's some joking there. But I do walk on a regular basis or try to somewhat consistently to keep my leg muscles build up. As you get older, two things are going to go. One is my endurance, my ability to walk, but also my balance. So I work on those things. In fact, some of the light weightlifting that I do, believe it or not, this may be stupid. It may make no difference whatsoever, but I do it because I think it's going to make a difference long term. When I'm doing my light weightlifting, I do it while standing on one leg and I switch between my legs to work on my balance so that my body is forced to adjust to movement, upper body movement, but at the same time, correct my balance to keep me from tipping over. And I think that as I get older, I won't have stability issues maybe as bad as I would otherwise have. That's just my way of thinking. The reason I tell you about all this stuff, and now here I am going out walking on the state game lands, building up my legs there as well, is because I'm putting out all of this effort, and now some other guy is going to come in here and get on his little e-bike and ride up in there and shoot my deer, shoot the deer that I deserve, shoot the deer that I'm entitled to, without putting in all the exercise, without putting in all the boots on the ground mileage. Is that fair? Is that appropriate? So that was my initial reaction. And it's funny, I have to admit this to you, that that was my initial reaction. I got to thinking that this is exactly the kind of reaction that compound bow hunters had back in 2010 when Bungie and I entered the woods for the first time in Pennsylvania. They were thinking, look, I've been putting in a decade worth of pulling back this string and working on muscle memory and shooting hundreds of arrows a week at a target to build up my skills so that I can kill a deer with a compound bow. And here's this sloppy old fat guy coming out here, and he's just going to come out here and shoot a deer, shoot my deer, shoot the deer that I've worked so hard to, to kill and to target and to hunt. He's going to shoot that deer out from under me with his crossbow, spending almost no time in comparison preparing for it. I totally get that. I understand. I hear that argument. I don't accept it. It doesn't change anything for me. I'm going to continue to hunt with a crossbow and enjoy it. And I'm going to continue to brag about my successes and enjoy them and appreciate them and share them with everybody who will listen. But I totally get that that's why people would be resistant one of the reasons people would be resistant to crossbow hunting. To me, when I got to thinking about it, my whole complaint about the e-bike was kind of the same thing. Just because I put in all this work on the ground doesn't mean somebody else should be precluded from accessing the state game lands and enjoying it the way they see fit. If the way that someone else wants to enjoy the state game lands is to get on an e-bike and ride it up there and go hunting, well, go ahead and do it, I guess, right? If that's what they want to do, let them do it. It doesn't, as long as they are, and I, I assume that these things are appropriate for driving in woodlands, and you probably have to keep them on certain paths or something like that. 
I don't want them driving through swamps and wrecking swamps and ruining the habitat or damaging the habitat. I don't want them going through and turfing the place up and leaving ruts all over the place, whatever. As long as these contraptions take that into account and are suitable for this type of purpose, and that's what they're designed for, I assume they are, then by all means, go ahead and do it. And the other thing, when I thought about it more, and this is how I'll wrap this up, okay? But when I thought about it more, the other thing that I got to thinking about was, I don't think it's going to have any impact on my hunting. These bikes are extremely expensive by my standards. I have no interest in having more hunting gear than I need, let alone spending an awful lot of money. I'm not going to spend thousands of dollars on what is basically a battery-powered motorcycle to do something I can do with my boots that I paid $39 for, okay? And I get more out of it walking around with my boots. With my boots, when I'm walking in the woods, I take my camera. I got my camera right there in my hand. I can take pictures of things on the way in and way out. I can film things. I'm having a blast that is what it's all about to me. That's what it's all about. That's what I am looking forward to. That's what I crave when I get out of the car and I head into the state game lands. Taking pictures, video, talking, shooting those vlogs, enjoying the outdoors and sharing it with other people. Talking to Genevieve and showing her things. I really don't want more hunting gear. One of the things about Death by Bungie you probably have picked up over the years here is that I don't spend an awful lot of money on stuff. I'm still hunting. I am going into my 11th hunting season with the same old crossbow. Bungie and I have completed 10 hunting seasons. Had a blast. Wouldn't change a bit of it. I have learned so much, enjoyed so much, that it cannot be topped. There's a lot of improvements out there. E-bikes might be one of those improvements, but that doesn't alone convince me that I need to go spend a whole bunch of money on this. I save my money so that I can go on my hunting trips and enjoy that kind of thing. And I just, if I was spending that much money on hunting, I probably would have to cut back on the amount of hunting I do if that was the case, if I was going to start spending this kind of money on e-bikes. might be a day when I need an e-bike, but for right now, no thanks. But I'm anxious to hear what you have to say on this. Deathbybungie.com. You can leave me a voicemail on there. It's free. You can do it right from your phone. You don't need any special equipment or anything. There's an email newsletter you can subscribe to on there as well. That's also free. That'll keep you updated on upcoming topics on Death by Bungie. You get to see the occasional trail camera picture, some other questions that I post on there, interesting topics, that sort of thing. And, of course, the Facebook page, the YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. All of those things are free. Thank you very much for being a friend of Bungie, for listening to this podcast. I welcome your feedback. And until next time, all hail Bungie. <laughs>